So basically, I had a game idea okay. where you're you're in like a dark like corridor hallway maze type of situation, and you have a joint or a vape or okay. something that like lights at the end when you smoke it, right? Yeah. And to be able to see in this game, you have to hit the joint so it burns bright and you can see more. But consequently, every time you hit it, your character gets higher or like trippy or like you get buzzed from a cigarette, whatever you end up doing. And it's like you have to balance it to be able to get through the level. You have to see, you have to figure out what you have to do and then not get too high and get to the end. And that's like the flashlight function. Why do I have lost me? I thought it, dude. I think it, halfway I think it's a genius idea. I need someone to code this because I think it would be beautiful. So you basically... Because you can't see, it's dark. So to be able to see, you hit the joint. Because when you hit a joint, it like gets all bright. So that's how you would like see where to go. Oh. Or like see where okay. the enemies are. Okay. Or whatever the game oh, would end up actually being like deeper. And you just... Uh, and you, if you start like tripping and seeing like like more monsters. That's what I'm saying. Like if you get too high, you're like, fuck, I don't, I can't finish this now because it's just shit on the screen. And like shit's like I keep seeing <laughs> shit. And there's hallways where there aren't doors and there's doors where there aren't holes, you know, like crazy shit. True. True. Or maybe like you could, all, I don't know if I could do like an effect on the actual screen. So I remember Minecraft, if you, when they do like that weird effect where you're all fucked up, like it, it makes me nauseous. So I, that would definitely make people nauseous. True. Um, are you ready? <clears throat> you ready for this, bro? <clears throat> Where's my water? <laughs> are they both recording? Wow. They're both recording, right? Yes. Okay. I thought we were recording. I thought we were in it just now. Yeah. No, I'm just making sure. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> so... Do you know what we're talking about today? I'm thinking Freemasons. Yeah. The new doc just dropped. You yeah. clearly have a lot of knowledge and I'm ready to hear it. All right. All right so we'll start with, with this first. What do you think when you see this? I'm seeing a lot of similarities here. I'm seeing a pattern almost, if you will. Like, is that weird? Is that just like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm thinking the app, the, the app store one is the, is the fucking craziest. Cause what is that? <laughs> Cause like, why that's like a real specific choice of pattern we got going here. That's right. not like something that could be a coincidence. I could hundred percent see the Gmail being a coincidence just because that does look like a, just an envelope. It doesn't look like, like the, that could happen, you know, Facebook, it's an F. So like that kind of makes sense. You know, I can kind of see that. The Chrome one's a little a little sus, though. The Chrome right. one's definitely a little sus as well. They could have went with a whole lot of fucking shit there. Um, is it that one I can see? Like, that yeah, like both of these, I can. They're they're. You could be reading, but like this one. Bro. But like the, the App Store one probably brings it home. That one's like I. That one's a little fucked. Right. All right. So let's go down a little farther. <clears throat> okay. So. All right, one thing that's that's weird about Masons, bro, is like when you like before you become a Mason, you got to do like a couple things, right? Right. So first, two upstanding Masons within like the community of where these people live, like wherever you live, whatever like town or community, right? Right. 
two upstanding people within that community who are Masons have to basically invite you, right? So only by invitation, only by invitation. Then when they invite you, you have to fill out this application. Then you send it in. The other Masons discuss and like do a background check and everything. It is like joining the CIA or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the CIA, the full background check and everything. When they like deem that after that point that you're good to go, they invite you into the lodge, which is called a blue lodge, which is the first three degrees of masonry. Now, okay, what's a what's a degree? What's a degree? It's basically a think of it like steps. There's st- each step you gain more knowledge of the hidden secrets. And does it go one to what's the highest? The one highest one is thirty three. Okay, and then the law you start with number one. They should have went opposite. I think it's way cooler. Like, there's a the reason. First degree, but there's a reason like, they they do it like that. Like what's worse, first degree murder, murder or second degree murder? I don't know. Like le- legally, I feel like first degree is worse. It sounds worse. Pretty sure first, right? Like it sounds worse for sure. They should have <laughs> yeah, went. They should have went worse. So it goes to 33. 33. That's an odd ass number. To use. It's an odd ass number, but there's a reason for it. Okay, but we'll get to that. All right. So then, like, all right. So once you get invited, like once you go through all those steps and you get invited into the blue lodge, right, right. which is the first degree, you have to go through this initiation. And you have to basically take this oath of secrecy. Now, it's a long-ass oath, but I'm just going to go over the key parts of the oath. And basically, so every Mason has said this oath to become a Mason, right? It goes, I, blank, of my own free will and accord, most solemnly and sincerely promise and swear that I will hail, ever conceal, and never reveal any of the secret arts, part, point of points, or master Mason's degree, to any person or persons whomsoever. All this I most solemnly, sincerely promise and swear under no, le- under no less penalty than that of having my body severed in two, my bowels taken from thence and burnt to ashes, and the ashes scattered before the four winds of heavens, that no remembrance might be of had of so vile and wicked a wretch as I would be, should I ever knowingly violate this, my master mason's obligation. So help me God and keep me steadfast in the due performance of the same. A little intense. A little intense for sure. <laughs> like, That's a... Like, dude, they literally said, hold on. My body severed in two. My bat, like, bro, your body, basically they're saying they're going to cut you up and then they're going to take your literal intestines. I wonder if they've out, actually done that to somebody. And then burn you to ashes. They've had, if, if... If this is a secret society, mean, as have, we're have talking, they done it to somebody, bro? What? <laughs> they took it. Well, like they could just be talking a big game. They Do you know what an oath is, though? Yeah, it's a an story. oath isn't a promise. You take an oath for your life. That's like what an oath is. An oath is serious. That's pretty crazy, actually. Yeah, you don't just like take an oath. I mean, I've never taken like. And the a, thing is, you don't have to, to do drugs. it. In high school for but dare. This is the thing, bro. You don't have to do it. You don't have you, to take the oath. If you don't take the oath, you're not a part of them. Right. And it ends there. So like you only take the oath if you want to be a part of them. So they definitely they definitely cut some people in half. Because if, if if this has stayed secret for as long as it has, they've had they had like, to have, bro. they had to have swing their dicks a little. <laughs> yeah. You know? And they had they had to have like 
they can't just talk a big. They had yeah, but yeah. They had to have proven something to someone at some point. <laughs> yeah. You know. They had to show who's big brother, bro. It's kind of given like uh like fraternity vibes like in college. How they haze. Where do you think they did it from? It, it definitely seems just like a like almost a lower initiation. I assume if you're in a fraternity that would help your connections to the same kind of people that would be doing this. That's a, <clears throat> cause a lot of, I've heard a lot of like uh, ex presidents and like ex powerful people or powerful people in general were ex fraternity people like yep. in college. Like they were all like either part of the same and like that's where this guy met this guy or that or that. That's so, actually how a lot of people actually get a part of it. My father actually got approached by them. Really? He was in uh, Princeton. Where's Princeton? Princeton's up in... Um, we don't even know geography. That's fucked up. Know. Not the geography, man. Damn. I actually remember taking my geography test in high school and I cheated, bro. I wrote, damn, and I got caught. This was this sucked so bad. And I loved the teacher, so I felt bad. But we had to like, you had to, you got a blank, like a blank map and you had to fill it out. And I remember like, I didn't fully, I wrote like the le- the first letter in the position on my hand based on where it would be on the map, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, she saw me like looking at it. And she came up to me and said, what's on your hand? And I was like, no, like, boy, you ass caught. <laughs> I, I got, dude, I was so embarrassed. Like, I, like, I don't even know. I don't think she let me redo it. I think I got a zero. <laughs> she is just a fat zero. And I was like, man, like. Cheated so many times on my chest and I got caught, man. That was like, I want to say eighth grade when that happened. Like eighth grade world history. That was, I was, that's like a were in eighth grade and that's the best you came up with? Dude, I thought I did good because it was so like, uh, like cryptic. Like there was just random letters on my hand. Bro, anything written on your hand. And it was so small. I thought I could just go like that or something. I kind of tried like, I kind of saw her notice me and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Like, I swear I, I looked up but I saw her looking at me and I was like oh dude that fear when you're cheating on like a test or some shit and you feel like my they're stomach, catching on my you. stomach stank like sank to my like cause like bro you have to make that split decision you're like what do I do do I say fuck it and just continue doing it or, or do I just take the L and like bomb this but test? then if you stop doing whatever you were doing it's gonna look sus it's like gonna look weird well like bro but not nah, it's cause like a, if you stop it before it's like too sus, when they're just like kind of catching it, like when they're just like, I wonder what I was trying to do. Cause how do you make that not look sus? Like looking at your hand, no one looks at, I'm, was I like trying to pick at it and like pretend like I was just going like I mean, that, no, bro. The, the moment she saw you look at it, it was, it was over. Yeah, it's it like this, over. I don't know why I thought that'd be better than even just having a cheat sheet. Cause looking at a cheat sheet is the same thing as like looking at this. Yeah. Like but I should have like wrote like, it on the back of my hand. So it's I harder to like hide that. a cheat sheet. Yeah. I guess you'd have That's to pull it out or something. I don't know. Oh, wait, hold on. All right. So Princeton Princeton University is in New Jersey. New Jersey? That's not what I expected at all. So Princeton University is a private Ivy League research university in Princeton, New Jersey, founded in 1746 in Elizabeth as the College of New Jersey. It's the fourth oldest institution of higher education in the United States and one of the nine colonial colleges chartered before the American Revolution. Okay. All right. So when he was in uh, Princeton, he joined a fraternity. So he was a part of it. He was a part of it a little bit. Well, yeah, kind of. So <clears throat> once he was, uh, I don't remember if this was like either the year he was graduating or the year right before, 
he said that he got approached by two men that told him that asked him to be a part of this secret fraternity. Okay. And they said that like a they, secret one within the fraternity, like deeper than just like the outer. No, no, fraternity. they didn't say that. They just said, you want to be a part of this secret fraternity. We'll boost your career. We'll put you on the map. I think I would have taken the off. So he went to his father and he told him about them. And his father's like, now this is what's weird. His dad didn't believe in uh, like God or anything like that. But he goes, don't fuck with those people. They worship the devil. Dude, imagine hearing and my that. My dad didn't even believe Imagine in, hearing that. Didn't even like, believe oh. in any of that stuff either at the time too. Like what year are we talking here? Like, this was back in because so conspiracies were looked down upon. He was born in, in nineteen forty six, so so it was like in the six late sixties. No, no, late sixties, early seventies. Okay, so yeah, that was definitely like if I heard that back then, I feel like that wouldn't mean way more than now. I feel like people like say random shit now. Like back True. then, that statement has it, way it more. It doesn't power have the same it weight to it at all. Because people would just to. be talking crazy you heard that shit like 30 years ago and you're like what like whoa (laughs) what'd you just i mean like i guess like going way back to like salem bro like they were like these these bitches are witches (laughs) (laughs) in like 1700 like that's what i'm saying like they were that scared of this motherfucker but back then imagine like go farther back than that imagine being like like a like a primal human and you see these crazy phenomenons happen. Like imagine being in Alaska and seeing the Alaskan like northern lights and not knowing like what that comes from. Like not knowing it's like atmospheric or whatever. And just thinking like I would think that's a that's a fucking god, right? Like God did that. Like this is a message of some sort that this is like a holy land or something. True. Like I would be I'd be thinking like every time there was a crazy thunderstorm, I'd be like, he's mad. Like, oh my god. Yeah. You know? Like I could totally see how religion would be formed from just like the natural human experience type type of thing but then you gotta ask the question so all the gods and goddesses of all different religions is that all totally made up i really i could i could see the i could see the argument for that i really could i think i think all of it has an explanation that could also work that has enough evidence behind it that that would make sense because I, I hear this one this one theory that everybody, not everybody, that some people think that every religion is, is true. And I think that... I think I might have seen the same thing. I think it is in a way. I think that all the gods and goddesses that you hear in like the Roman religion, the ancient Egyptians, the Aztecs, I think all of those gods and even demigods... I think that the gods they all are like just stem from the same idea. I think well, I think that they're the gods are fallen angels, and I think the demigods are Nephilim. What's a, what's a Nephilim? So in the Bible, it talks about how in Genesis the there was angels that were came down to earth because they thought the women were beautiful, and then they slept with them. Wow, that's a, what a reason. And then the and then the the woman had children, which were called Nephilim. Men of great renown, giants. Nephilim, men of giants. Like they actual, were, they giants? were actually like giants. physically, like physically giants. And the story. So big dicks have been admired since the. <laughs> the in the story of um, when Moses, uh, 
when they came to the promised land and they had to go wipe out uh, different civilizations that were there. Promised land being? The promised land was the land that God promised Abraham. Okay. So that's why it's called the promised land. Okay. Uh, so he said that his descendants would have this land. And then Moses finally gets there. He's descended from Abraham down the line and he's the generation. Well, he didn't even get to go to the promised land, but the generation he was leading got made to go there. into the promised land. He made sure of it. Yeah. Okay. So basically when they went to go, they sent out spies to one of the cities and it was 10 spies. And then they all came back and then eight of them freaked out. And they said that we were as grasshoppers in their sight. They be t- why, do they, why do they have to say everything like that? They just got it. Why don't they just say it straight? We were all grasshoppers in their sight. It sounds like they were smoking. No, they were like. It sounds like they were <clears> on something. They were like bugs in their sight. They were tiny. Oh, okay. So, okay. I thought you were talking like some crazy symbolism. No. Like, I'm these grasshoppers. It's like, dude, we're like fucking ants to them. That makes and sense. And they were terrified. Right. But then the other two spies, Caleb and I can't remember the other name. They said, no, God let us out of the promised land. He'll give us this victory over these people. Okay. And so uh, that, that's just basically what I think the gods, goddesses, and the demigods are. Interesting. Because the demigod essentially is like the same description of an Ephraim. It's half uh, angel, which is basically and compared that's to us, from like, like multiple a God. cultures, like this idea of like a, a another other like worldly being, like Have being you, way better than us, like something like uh, like Greek mythology. Yes, you know, like yes. that happens. Like Zeus was slanging dick around the world, like twenty four seven, like it, like it was his job. Like he like he said, "Fuck lightning!" Like this is what I'm doing. Like, it, it was just how it was. Like like he he was really he was making the rounds. Have you ever seen uh, a description of an angel in the Bible? Like what they're actually described yeah, as? Like a biblically accurate angel. That was like a like a, I've seen it in like multiple memes where it's like like imagine they're telling you like don't worry it's okay, but they look like fucking like a monster. Like like what is this? Like imagine if you like saw some of that. Like if you saw that shit and imagine listen here so you say we're talking about how religion it's all the same right and it all comes from the same original human experience and that's how what we made of them was like gods and stuff like that so if we're saying like you see this crazy thing and a biblically accurate angel it looks like crazy patterns and all that what if psychedelics have some link into that like i think they, they do former humans can ingested some form of some chemical that made like their minds like go a little wonky and what they saw they could only they didn't have the science to understand of of why chemicals affect us and what it does to the brain they simply just thought like what is this thing i just saw like i didn't like they probably like, maybe ate mushrooms and didn't even like rem- like they wouldn't even like have thought like that's the reason this happened they just like started feeling this way they were like what happened so they would think it was like something they were encountering a god if you will and they say like in the bible the burning bush it was an acacia tree a tree which is rich in dmt i've never seen someone do the experiment of whether or not that would actually have any effect on you being near it like something like that burning but maybe what they were seeing in the burning acacia tree they were seeing god they were seeing like they were tripping they were they were off of it you know 
And I, I could definitely see that like in the imagery of not only like the angels, but just like in general of like all religion, they all have like kind of weird things. I to think, them. I think acid and psychedelics do have a link to, uh, let's just call it like the spiritual realm, basically right. gods, goddesses, angels, all of that just formed into one topic just to make it easier. I think that they're linked in the way that basically, I think that when you're tripping or when you're on psychedelics, because I believe that uh, angels and demons are beings of a higher dimension. Right. So I believe that when you're taking psychedelics, that veil that blocks the dimensions gets kind of opened a little bit. We can't That's see it I've, and I've understand it fully. But when we see these things, because people see the same reoccurring thing, like on DMT, the Joker or the Jester. The Jester. Okay. The Jester. They've actually, with DMT specifically, they've began doing like scientific experiments, like where it's in a lab and it's, it's monitored and it's really controlled environment where they're beginning to try to like almost map out this other dimension where they like have people on a... Uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, an IV where they're constantly getting intervened at DMT, where they can stay in like the same mindset, and they're trying to. Dude, how do you map that shit out? That's what I I, I can't I can't fully you... comprehend exactly like what they would even write down. How would you map out what you couldn't even comprehend? But like, if they have enough subjects and they can get them in there long enough, there has to be a way. There has to be some way. We've mapped out like this whole world around us. We've but gone, like, think like, about it. We've mapped out our solar system, our galaxy. There that's has like, to be a way to be able to tap into this. That's like ask, like saying a 2D stick figure can map out a 3D. You. Yeah. I mean, it's just how that's not possible. I just don't think we have like the sensor, like how you have your eyes to see. I don't think we have the body part to be able to experience like that's that what other I'm dimension. We're in the third dimension. I don't think we have the but capability listen, of fully experiencing it. And fully well, seeing I, it just, it I just thought it was some crazy. What if, what if when you take DMT, what you're doing is what if we do have that, but it's not activated. And when you're taking DMT, you're kind of activating it for a little bit. Because why else would we be able to see anything, you know? Isn't that crazy? Doesn't that make complete sense? Because if you give like, like I wonder what would happen if we gave acid to like a like a like an ant or something, you know? Bro, like, you know like jaguars like be tripping balls. I do see that actually, like, I, where they're like on their stomachs, and they're all, like <laughs> wild. tripping mad balls. <laughs> but like all cats are like that because I like I give my cat cat. You give he me looks like he's like he's in, in a different world, world, bro. Like he's he's chilling. <laughs> And I, I think that also could go into something like how they say kids, cats, dogs can see like spirits or whatever, ghosts yeah. or whatever you want to say. So what if ghosts are real, but no one's ever seen them? No people. Everyone's been lying. No one's ever seen a ghost. But but the the cats and the dogs can. Like we have no sort of any kind of like we don't have it unactivated, nothing. We can't see ghosts. But dogs and cats have that whatever body part or whatever like mind part it is to be able to see that thing. But we just don't know about it because how would we know about that? Maybe it also links with the creativity part as well, too. Because kids have, or like the imagination aspect. True. What if we look at imagination completely wrong? What do you mean? 
Well, <clears throat> most of us look at imagination as completely fake, completely in our heads. Like, what if we're, like, tapping into something? What if we're looking at it wrong? Because imagination is the building block for ideas. And ideas turn into reality through action. Damn. So in a way, it's not truly fake. Because you can make it into reality. But you can't make it into reality without imagining it first. Well, it also kind of goes to, like, just where do ideas come from? You know? Like they would come from. The do same you place think as that they're in like they like are implanted in you, or do you Dude, think that you? Because listen, I just had an experience. I was going on a walk. We just had a hurricane recently, and I decided to go on a walk and look at the damage. I didn't bring my phone with me because I was on some like, all right, I'm just gonna walk. And I walked, and as I was walking, like I just I wasn't even trying to think of this. I I want to be a stand up comic. I think that would be cool. And as I was walking, like an, like an idea for a joke, just like literally just like plopped itself in my brain. Like it just came to me. Like I wasn't trying to think of it. I wasn't even on the thought process of that. It just like popped in my head. And I was like, that would be like, like it was from a random experience in my past that I haven't mm -hmm. thought about recently at all. It just, and it just like literally popped in my head. And I was like, that's like, and I, I wrote it down. I came home and I wrote it down. So I was like, that's, it had to come from somewhere. Like there had to be a reason for that to like happen right there. And like, it's just like, if you really like fiscally think about how like the brain works, like where would an idea like, like how does something show up that didn't exist before? Are we just taking our past memories and reworking them and recombining them and that's how it comes about? Or is it just like, is there another being just like kind of pushing it onto us? I think it's a combination of, <clears throat> I think ideas are a combination of three different things. I think that God is one of them i think individually you or me are another one and i think the devil or demonic energy is the third one right that's why i think we have a sense of good and evil and right and wrong and why we're continuously battling with ourselves to do in our own mind the right thing the right thing because we constantly like but we also find ourselves enjoying the bad part and the yeah. bad things we do. And well, it's like, if, why if you don't have we? The, if you don't have the bad things, usually the good things don't feel as good. Because humans are a combination of both. Nobody's perfectly good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. All right, we just went off on a tangent. All right, let's go back to... Your dad met the right, guy yeah, so at Princeton so University and he offered them. Yeah, so they offered him to be a part of them. They were going to boost his career and put him on the map. Uh, it was physical therapy. They were going to set him up with his own company and everything and get him clients and everything because they have a lot of connections. They're right. very big. Uh, they're the biggest, largest fraternity in the entire world. That's crazy. In actually. the entire world. That's pretty wild. In the world. Um, Your dad they, must have been cool or something, man. I well, don't know. He went to Princeton University. He, I guess he was cool. That was the Ivy League. Back in the day, your dad was a, was a G, I guess. <laughs> so, all right. So the whole system is constructed on the art of lying to the public and even to its own members of lower degrees. Right. Right. Different levels of secrecy. Different levels of secrecy. So, um, another thing too, their laws are above the laws of the land. And the proof is in the oaths themselves. 
This is a reason you always see higher value individuals evade criminal prosecution. Because they have connections. Because that just makes sense. Because a lot of people even like, if you even just look at like the mob, like they have connections, they'll be able to get. Because it's like, if you're best friends with the judge. Not even best friends. If you have the judge on payroll. Or you got some shit on the judge. And that's, that, that, let's bring it all the way back to, to Epstein. You know, that's what he was doing. That was like basically, that was, literally that was his, his career. It was, was shit on everybody, people. no matter who it was. He had the, like, he literally had a picture in his house of Bill Bro, Clinton or something, like, on. in a what? dress. Dude, let's talk about. That is about, some baller ass shit. Let's talk shit. about his fucking dad. I Who's can't dad? believe Epstein. I haven't heard much about him, actually. I don't know much Bro, about him. Bro, do you know how he died? I don't think so. It was the most sus thing. Like, well, the way I guess he followed tradition because, bro, like, dude, this is what happened. Me a little right? bit. He was in a maximum security prison cell. Dude, it really right. runs in the family. Then. That's and so funny. For 30 minutes, the cameras just turned off. That's what and the security with- guards Wait. just like took a break or some shit conveniently at the same time. And then he supposedly committed suicide. Are we talking about Epstein? Well, yeah. I thought you said Epstein's... Oh, you said Epstein's death. I thought you said Epstein's dad. No. And I was like, his dad died exactly how he did? What the fuck? But isn't that... And and it was... They didn't even try to hide it. And it just like... It just... And it was was a thing for a second. swept it under the rug. And like, I heard a lot of people like in the... In the online space kind of talk about it. But as soon as it was out of the news cycle, everyone just stopped talking about it. You can't it was even, so obvious. We can't even technically say his name. Or even on this podcast. Yeah, we have, we have to say Jeffrey Jepstein. Jeffrey Jepstein. Yeah, we have to say Jeffrey Jepstein. Because you two deadass will... Ms. Lane Jaxwell. We'll take our video down if we say it. <sighs> you see that picture of... Uh, bro, uh, but dude, did you hear that. about what just happened with Fox News and Ms. Lane Maxwell? Wait, stay, with, stay with the... All right. Stay right. with the um, Epstein thing. Are we getting off topic? Jepstein much. thing for a second. <laughs> the Jepstein. Jislyn Maxwell. So she got caught by the FBI, right? So she went in her trial. The interesting thing is, did you even hear about her trial? No, they like suppressed it for sure. Because I didn't hear it. I remember no, the people talking about it. No one heard no, about it. You know what was going, you know what was in the news though? All over the news at the same time? What was it? Joe Rogan saying the N-word. At the same Dude, time. Dude, and I thought that was so sus when that happened because I went time. through and watched the old podcasts. And not only do they have millions of views, and it happens, they talk about a lot of stuff. They could have picked out a hundred things that Joe Rogan has said that would be problematic in today's climate. Easy. And I just thought it was a matter of time. And that's so, that's like that almost too coincidental. Because right. that could have happened literally at any point. He has a thousand clips of him or Joey Diaz or whoever who's on the podcast and saying it's some like, crazy stuff. Dude, let's put it into like this perspective. So apparently, a man saying a word is more important than the trafficking of children. Than the <laughs> or not condoning the, word, the use of the word in the slightest. Of a child trafficking internationally. But if you put it in that perspective, had an island, an own goddamn island that they just flew them over, bro. Dude, and apparently, just like Maxwell has a submarine license. That wasn't what was talked about on any news station, bro. Any news well, station. Well, the news at this point is fully untrustworthy. 
Because it's all owned by BlackRock. Just recently, just like I think a day or two ago, and Fox News lost its license as a um, as a uh, trusted news source. I forgot. I don't know with what like corporation or how they really do that, but I saw an article that they lost it because of um, they they. This goes back to Ghislaine Maxwell because there's a picture of her rubbing someone's foot. I forgot who the original picture was. But they changed the picture to a judge or something that they were having a news story about. And they put it on the news, bro. It was literally a photoshopped picture. Someone found the original image. And it was a photoshopped picture. Okay. Which is just like like a, a good Fox News. Like they did that. And it was so obvious. It's purely what I would assume to slander the judge or whoever it was that they decided to put on the picture. And it was of, and it was, they didn't even like talk about it. Like it was just a picture they used of him. It wasn't like to have anything to do with Ghislaine Maxwell or anything. It just had, they just happened to use that picture, a Photoshop picture of him in a jet with Ghislaine Maxwell. Did you hear that one of the judges, I can't remember if it was for Epstein's. No, no, no. It was Ghislaine's case. The judge, (laughs) it was a, it was a woman. I can't remember her name, but literally before the case happened, somebody came and rang on their doorbell. Her son opened up the door the person shot the son dead, killed her husband, shot her. She survived, but they killed her son and her husband. Well, they, that wasn't a very professional murder if she survived. Like, or maybe that was the point. Maybe it was like, we need like, you here. Like, You're important, but don't fuck it up. These yet, people you know? are like, don't fuck around. Like this. Well, if, if you're going to maintain power, you like, have to be like that. Think about that. That's how serious they are about secrecy, bro. They don't fuck with it under any circumstances. You do not expose them. Or that goes back to the oath you have to take. Exactly. If you don't, you don't threaten people with that. That's how, that's how you them, keep a secret. To them, they have legal jurisdiction to do that because it's like you took this oath of your own free will. It's like, sorry, man. Like you said you would. You, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? And honestly, like if you think about it, it's like you did take the oath. It's crazy how this dynamic plays out in so many different parts of society. Because even like a gang, like a gang will have you kill somebody in front of them. So they yeah. know that you're with it. And yes. that you will not snitch on them. And they will not. Like it, it's like going into they a have, brotherhood. It's blackmail, bro. It's, it's like such a, it plays it. out in every facet of society. It's like, it's kind of interesting how we've done that. It is interesting. Um... Okay, so, all right, so this is a couple of the initiations. So this is the sources, the Scottish Rite Masonry, illustrated by Albert G. Mackey, who's a 33rd degree Mason. Big dog. Big dog. This guy also wrote the Encyclopedia of Freemasonry, uh, which is an essential book for all Masons. Um, The Freemasons Holy Bible. It's not the Holy Bible, but it's just, it's in, if you're a Mason, it's, one of those books that's essential for you to get to understand the order and understand okay. uh, how to be a Mason and what the terminologies are and different things like that. It so it was, it was like back in the day when I bought the Minecraft books to teach me how to do cool shit. Basically, it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. Minecraft was my my religion, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was just what it was. So in this one, in the 30th degree, uh, part of the ritual involves stabbing human skulls. So like alive like, ones or just dead? No, they're dead, but like you still got to stab them. Can you even stab through like a skull like that? 
A bone? Well, I don't know, but it just says stabbing the skulls. I wonder how they got Candidate those stabbing the skulls. Damn. And then, so here's a closer up candidate stabbing the skulls. You know, one guy went to go do it and he was like, wait, You're like, is that Henry? <laughs> like, that was my coffee guy. Like, how could you possibly expect me to do this right now? What are, what are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> come on. Like, come on, man. <laughs> okay. All right. So the process of, um, so the reason why they do these initials, uh, oh, wait, actually, before I say that, another initial ritual is this, where basically a bunch of masons are kicking the shit out of you and mocking you. Dude, it's literally like a gang initiation. Yeah. That is so crazy. <laughs> They're mocking you, beating the shit out of you, and you're also blindfolded. That's another uh, trait during every ritual you're blindfolded because it's to symbolize you're in darkness coming into light. Wow. The light of Freemasonry. They have the light and you don't. They really got this shit down to a T. Dude, they do. So notice the candidate who's seeking admission into the next degree to receive more light first must be humiliated and intimidated. So it's also to scare them and to put them and in their place. And they also do that in frats. Hazy. They do that. Yep. Dude, Same that is thing. so gnarly, man. Same that is crazy. So these are just some of the rituals and oaths that you have to take before uh, you reveal the secrets of the religion. They do it in order to bind you to them so that there would be no chance of their secrets getting out to the public. Okay. So they terrorize the shit out of you until you won't even You're think like, about. It's fully out of your system. Yeah. I was just watching The Walking Dead and they did the same thing to Daryl in seasons. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, when they broke him? They like stuck him in a closet and played a song 24-7 and then came in there and gave him shitty food and just kept him in the dark by himself until they, he joined their group. And it's like, damn. And he's like, you can totally see the difference in him from like before and after. Like it's almost a different person. It's like hard to like, like it would be very hard to rebuild after that to like go back to like being a normal person. Like he was damn near behaving like a dog. Like it was, it was kind of sad. (laughs) Daryl's then Daryl's the guy too, man. He's like, it's like, damn, that's the homie. Damn, it broke his ass, bro. Those guys were dicks. All right. So this is a key figure in masonry. This guy's name is Albert Pike. All right, so he's one of like the greatest Masons or most influential, should you say, of modern Freemasonry at least. Uh, he helped construct the 33rd degrees and rituals of modern Freemasonry. Um, to show you how important he is, this is where he's buried. Uh, Homeboy is, has got a place. Got a whole ass temple right across the corner of the White House. That is bigger than my apartment. That this is, is right crazy. next to the White House, bro. Down the block, bro. Down the block. <laughs> Down the block. Damn. Not only that, uh, he was called the Grand Commander Sovereign Pontiff of Universal Freemasonry. That's a that's a title. Yep. Also, um, he's the only Confederate general who has his own statue, which is a general of the South during the... So that's when he was alive around the yeah. Civil War. Interesting. Because the Confederates... Were the ones who fought for slavery. Right. And he's the only one with the statue. And in today's climate, 
Who would have thought he would have lasted this long? They were pulling statues down. I think they might have taken his down. I don't remember. Uh, There's going to be hell to pay for that. All right. So. Okay. So in his book, Morals and Dogma, on page 113, Albert Pike states. uh, So this is him explaining how Masons view the masses. So the masses are anyone who is not uh, Freemason. Anyone who has not received the light. <coughs> the light is basically knowledge. Think of it like that. So he goes, what can there be in common between the vile multitude and sublime wisdom? Sublime means like perfect, like right. exquisite. So we are the vile multitude. And he says, what can there be in common between us and them? So we're like a whole different Almost a different species. Different species. Damn. Right? So. It's kind of baller, honestly. I can't lie. Y'all aren't even on my level. That's, yeah, that's like, what they say. It's just like the Nazis viewed the Jews. Same thing. And I guess how a lot of people viewed uh, African Americans for a long time. Yep. Same thing. Same thing. So. I can't understand how someone can do that. And his. Uh, to another human, we'll, like we'll, any any of these situations, like it just like we'll get to that. It's it's crazy how like mass and even like how many people did it. You know, like I could see if like one two like crazy people did it, but this was like the normal person, you and me. Like whether that was German citizens who just went along with what was happening, or if it was all, us Americans who participated in a lot of all that shit. Like how did they convince everybody that that was okay? Like it, it just like there was. I feel like my sensors would be going off all the time where I'm like I would feel bad. Jordan Peterson talked about it, and I'm not going to be able to remember exactly what he said. I'm going to butcher this, but I'm going to try to remember it. But he said something like, because he was talking about the Soviet Union, and he was saying that basically what happens is people stop telling the truth. Everybody does. Everyone just like lies, not even other people, but themselves. To themselves. They lie to themselves and they lie to everybody else. And when they see things happen, they look the other way. And I, I don't I don't I don't want to be all like because fuck boomers, but I could totally see that same mindset in the older generation. But it starts with compassion, right? So Empathy. basically, they uh, a certain group of people will are very manipulative, and they will attack the mass, uh, with attack the mass from the point of their compassion and empathy. So to give you an example, like I'll give you an example with like transgenderism. Now, I know that this is a heated topic. Dude, this, there's no way this podcast is going to get any kind of traction. <laughs> <laughs> we are, they're, they're going to push down on us. Well, I'll give you an example, right? Let's, uh, okay, so let's do Black Lives Matter, right? Because Black Lives Matter just came out recently and it is confirmed that it was a total scam. Yeah, I've actually heard a lot of people talking about They stole that. $90 million. Like the mansions, the mansions cars, like... All right. It really... So, like, listen to this, right? It's so wild. But basically what happened is the way Black Lives Matter worked is a group of people got together and realized that they could attack people's empathy and compassion. And they could capitalize. So, and they could capitalize on it. So they knew... It was kind of a smart business move. They knew that, pe- that black people in the past had gotten treated horribly. Right. right. So and there knew, was going to be hell. And they knew that point. there's obviously still a lot of emotion towards that. Tension. Intention towards that. And they used that. 
And they also know that everybody else, like people like you and me who aren't of color, but also are friends with people of color, right. we don't want to offend them. And we're, we're empathetic and we want to... So why would we not... If we would look like dicks if we didn't We would look it, like dicks. You know, like we, we, at that point, that's like society. And that's like, how it starts. Yeah. So they, they, Damn, they that take... totally makes sense. They actually. take inches and, the way, and they get... Every, so everybody starts with compassion and empathy because they're like, oh, well, you know what? We just need to be a little bit more inclusive. We just need to... Like, why can't you donate a little bit more? Like, why can't you help them out? Like, why can't you take I kind of see it how like the church takes like offerings you know like every single it's the time same. they're like throw money in it i just heard so many stories on i not even stories i was on tiktok and i was looking at comments on something about losing your sense of religion and then the comments they were talking about like seeing my mother put ten dollars in the basket when like we have barely any food at home and it was like oh my god like church like has a hold of you like this whole thing has like like a like a grasp on like your whole like thing like literally like we're broken and you're giving $10 to like the church, like that you have some kind of like, like psychosis happening where they've like got you, you know? Well, tithing is very <clears throat> symbolic between the individual and God. It's more of, because at the end of the day, it comes down to certain verses in the biblical scriptures. And again, you got to realize that these like, the Bible is literally to those who believe the actual word of God or like the Quran is like dead ass, the word of God. Right. Right. Like spoken. So. But did in those situations, did God write those texts or? Yes. Okay. Well, he I didn't physically. Thought, he but, did, well, he physically wrote some of them like the Ten Commandments. He did us wrote it in a fucking stone with his finger. Wow. Yeah. And we have the stone. We don't have it anymore. Cause I remember they found like a tablet or something in a cave, like somewhere oh, on the other. You know what I, mean? I don't. I don't know if it was the commandments or what it was, it. but it was. It was some ancient tablet that had to do with some sort of religion. We found Judaism. the ancient sea scrolls in nineteen forty-five, I believe, and that had a lot of old biblical texts. We live in a video game, man. Like we were like, oh guys, we found a new artifact, guys. Like a new, a new thing, like a new unlock. But the Dead Sea Scrolls actually helped us to realize that the translation over um, thousands of years is, is accurate. The, I was going to say the opposite. It's accurate. It's accurate? It's to the T. Because I thought, I remember hearing something about the first whatever document it was. That it was in ancient like Hebrew, and we don't even have full translations for that language. Like we don't fully understand all of its mannerisms and how exactly the words go about. So we have oh, a like loose, we have like a loose, yeah, like we have a loose translation right of it type of thing, which is so crazy to me because we have so much based on these texts, and the fact that the original original one we don't fully understand kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. It's like a little like. Wait, say so that one more time, the last part? Because if, if the original one is in a language we don't fully understand, and we based so much off of it, it just kind of like rubs me the wrong way. Like that seems like not like, like a shaky foundation to build something so large on, you know? It's the same way I feel about the Constitution. God, people are going to hate this. Uh, the same way I feel about the Constitution, because I understand like the good that it did, but the fact that we're still going off of a document that was written 
when we didn't even have fucking cars or like a gun that you didn't have to take five, 10 minutes to reload. And we're still basing everything off of this fucking thing written by guys in wigs, like by candlelight. And we're still like running a civilization that has changed massively based on this document. It's like, just seems fucking dumb to me. It seems like stupid. And I'm not an anti-gun guy. That, That was just a random example. Like I just, it just doesn't, there's so many changes that have happened and it just doesn't make any sense to still be going off of that. And I get that it would be crazy to change, but like, I disagree because really? the, have you, have you read the constitution and the bill of rights? Yeah, of course. I had government class and everything. Right. Like we've all gone through like the 10 commandments and everything. And they all make like general sense and everything, but I feel like we should reevaluate a little bit. Like, just like we're so <laughs> stuck to our ways and like an entire, like not just us. Like I feel like the whole world, I feel like well, we just like, need to reevaluate things with, and look at things logically. Like the bill of rights, right? Those are our individual rights, right? And I think they make sense for the most part. Like, there's nothing too big of an issue with them. Like, you can't get rid of uh, the foundational aspects, the freedom of speech, the freedom of religion, and our amendments, our Bill of Rights. If you, you get rid of the foundation, the whole you thing You can't falls. get rid of that. Because once you get rid of that, then you open the door to tyrannical people, tyrannical leaders. Our government is set up... Originally, it was set up in a way before these motherfuckers got in it. Right. It was originally- so you think it wasn't, this wasn't happening? No. Freemasonry was like a thing that was developed kind of after the U.S. was developed. It wasn't like a thing that was before colonization. They were a thing before, but they weren't fully solidified in the Americas. This, so, is, this is what, okay. Yeah. They've know. been a thing for a long time. Like, how long are we talking here? Back to like fucking Back to all the way to Babylon. If you want to ancient Babylon, Google Mesh, Google Mesh in Babylon. All right. So, all right. So another thing he says is, this is Albert Pike again in Albert uh, Morals and Dogma. He goes, the truth must be kept secret, and the masses needed teaching proportioned to their imperfect reason. These truths were covered from from the common people as with a veil, and the mysteries were carried into every country. Every country. Every wow. country. We got a global organization. Here. International organization. And he also goes, the sages also had an esoteric creed unknown to the vulgar. Dude, they talk so symbolic. Exactly. Why do you think they do that? So the common people don't understand what they're talking about. Man, that's how bad they look down upon us. They're like, you guys don't even got grammar. Like, come on. Like, you guys will read it and you won't even understand it. You see, but you don't see. Because they ain't, they ain't open that eye yet. Or you're looking, but you're not seeing. Right. And you're just like, that's a mumbo jumbo. You're listening, but you're not hearing. Right. Or no, you're hearing, but you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think then, that works either way. So in Manly P. Hall... He was named the Freemason of the 20th century by Scottish Rite Journal in 1990. He wrote a book. Well, he wrote multiple books. What is that journal? Why are they? Why is that? A, why is that a, an award that someone got? We should look into that journal because, like, what is that? Scottish Rite Journal in 1990. Like, why? Why is a journal like reporting about this shit, especially if it's a secret? They either have to be connected or they have to be hated by said Freemasons. I don't. 
I don't I don't know why they would let that slide. Manly P Hall nineteen ninety memorial service funeral card, Scottish Rite Temple. So it was a temple. So they may, if this if it's a Scottish Rite Temple, maybe they had their own like news thing there type of situation going on. Hall was honored by the Scottish Rite Journal, who called Hall the illustrious Manly P. Hall in September of 1990. So this guy was like a big deal within the, the organization. Right. So he writes this book called Ancient Philosophies. And in chapter 19, he states that Freemasonry is a fraternity within a fraternity, an outer organization concealing an inner brotherhood of the elect. Um, one in one visible and the other invisible. The visible society is a splendid camaraderie of free and accepted men, enjoined to devote themselves to ethical, educational, fraternal, patriotic, and humanitarian concerns. The invisible society is a secret and most august fraternity whose members are dedicated to the service of a mysterious Arcanum Arcononum. Some real secret shit. Some real secret shit. Some hell secret shit. So he's basically saying that they have an outer organization. So like basically imagine there's a hundred people. Right. Right. So a hundred people are all part of this organization we'll call uh, the club. right? Right. But within the club, 20 people are part of the secret club. They're all part of the club, but only the 20 people know about the secret club. And what happens in the secret club? It's like when you're in a friend group, but they're and, all and you're not in, in the, like the inner friend group. Like you're in the friend group, but you're not in the group chat. You know, like you're like kind of there, but you're not fully there. And what makes it perfect is they set up the outer group to do exceptional things, like charity work. That's why you always see them doing charities and nice things, so that it gets their image it good. Conceals. Right, and then they do shit in secret that their members don't even know they're doing. So the outer organization are like actually solid people. They're like, all right. They're actually like good upstanding like people. They don't even know. Yeah, they took the oath, but like. But like, you know. People. It doesn't make you a bad person. It, yeah. They're just like, you want to be a part of it. Like just because you join a frat doesn't make you a bad guy. But if you join a frat and then also uh, join, start, jo- join start in sacrificing on like. like kids or Not something. even that, bro. Like you start, you start joining in on like date raping girls like they all do. Yeah. Then you're a bad fucking person. Yeah. But if you you just join and you don't really, and even if you don't join them, but you continue to stay with them after the knowledge you've gained, I think you become a bad person. You're complicit. True. You have, you've made your stand. Like if you support people that do that, I look at you the same way. That you're, yeah. hundred percent. True. 100%. Not with you on that. So the other thing that's like interesting about it is, so what is this Arcanum Arcanum? Okay. So according to Webster.com dictionary, the definition of Arcanum Arcanum is the mystery of mysteries, specifically the one ultimate secret supposed to lie behind all astrology, alchemy, magic. And that's crazy, but it kind of makes me sus that it's in Webster's. Because I feel like if they're as powerful as they are, they would have control over what goes into the dictionary. But think about what what if they chose for that to be what it is. But think about the way people view alchemy, magic, and astrology now. Pretty goofy. Pretty goofy. Pretty goofy. 
Magic, they think of Disney. Astrology, they think of the stupid zodiac signs. Alchemy, they think potions on World of Warcraft. That's exactly what It's just, just a fucking joke. Or they just, they think it's fun. Like a lot of And girls, you think there's something really there. Yeah. Past the joke, you think there's some kind of real, I don't want to call it magic, but some real like thing to it. Yes. You know? Like a Ouija board. I think it's actually, there's, there's something, there's a force behind it. Interesting. Interesting. I could definitely. Now I think that the reason why a lot of people don't see things is the same way of, Imagine you picked up a sword for the first time and nobody ever taught you what a sword is. You'd be a fucking idiot with it. You know what I mean? Or like you tried to light a dab for yourself for the first time. And it's like, yo, <laughs> and you're going to take that shit red hot. You know what I mean? No like reason. you're not, number one, you're probably not even going to successfully do it. You're going to burn yourself or you're going to be, you're just not going to get anything. You're just not going to get the job done. <sighs> and so the same thing, but somebody who actually understands what it is and understands it's a tool. Dude, somebody who actually understands it's like giving like like a monkey a hammer and telling them to build a house that's how they look at us that is so fucked up that and the thing is too the reason why eventually every once in a while people see things is because even if you're like doing something new for the first time eventually you get lucky you're right eventually and you, you get, get a reaction or you get and I bet I bet with all the knowledge they've kept secret that they've gotten it down to a science. Whatever they need, they can make happen through these ulterior like yes, they weird, have it down like, to a higher, higher wave things. That's what we should call this podcast, man. That's fucked up. <laughs> like that is crazy. So not only that, bro, but <clears throat> all right. So another thing is a lot of Masons will claim that Masonry is not a religion. Total bullshit. It has the same it did like, kind it, of vibe. Too, it has sure. the same kind of vibe, but not only that. So Manly P. Hall states in the book, The Lost Keys of Freemasonry, Masonry is essentially a religious order. And then... Does he say that explicitly? Like he explicitly, uses the word religious? In the introduction, the first fucking sentence. Masonry is essentially <laughs> religion. I thought that was just what you were saying off the cuff. No, just, so just in in the book, the lost keys of Freemasonry. In the introduction, first sentence. But but not only that, Albert, our boy Albert Pike, in the dogma guy. of morals and dogma, he literally says every Masonic lodge is a temple of religion, and its teachings are instruction in religion. And there's Freemason temples in the U.S. like everywhere. Yeah, so I wonder how because I US, drove by one on my way to work today. The the U.S. government sanctions certain things for religious institutions and religious buildings. So I would like to know if the United States government considers Freemason temples a place of religious worship, because then they wouldn't be taxed and stuff like that. So that's like a solid way to find out whether or not it is really legally a religion or not, is to see how the U.S. government looks at it. So I wonder. That would be a way to solid to solidify whether or not they actually are, and not just off a of like word and this and that and like symbols are there. That's similar. Yeah, that All right. So, in the same book, Morals and Dogma, Albert Pike says part of the symbols are displayed there to the initiate, but he is intentionally misled by false interpretations. It is not intended that he shall understand them. But, it's a, but it is intended that he shall imagine he understands them. Their true explanation is reserved for the adepts 
princes of masonry, the whole body and the royal sacerdotal art was hidden so carefully centuries since in the high degrees as that it is even yet impossible to solve many of the enigmas which they contain. It is well enough for the mass of those called masons to imagine that all is contained in the blue degrees, which are the first three degrees of masonry, the blue lodge. Right. And whoso attempts to undeceive them will labor in vain and without any truly reward, violate his obligations as an adept. So basically they're just re, 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 reaffirming, like you better keep your mouth shut. Well, not only that, they're, so they'll show them symbols and they'll tell them that it means this, but it doesn't mean that. But that's not the point. So they're capping. They're like they're, they're lying to them. But the thing is, the reason why they tell them a different meaning is so they don't search it out because they think they know it. So then they don't try to figure out the secrets because they think they know the secrets. Dude, these guys really got it down, man. That is that is smart, actually. Like, yeah, it's fucking now, brilliant. I feel like we see that just brilliant. in general with people of power. Like, say we go back to the Joe Rogan incident, how they use that to cover up. We were asking questions about that instead of asking questions about this. Yes. It's always just putting a distraction in front of you. And now they have a beautiful way of doing that through technology. Through the news. Through the news, YouTube, through the phone, through TikTok, media, through everything. All of it, bro. It's crazy, man. And I, it's so, and I wonder, I think that's why a lot of people need to travel because this happens everywhere, but in a lot of different ways. Yes. Like I post TikToks, obviously, and in my demographic, it is only United States. So the Chinese government who runs TikTok has decided that my content fits for distracting the United States specifically. You know, like it's like they've they've got it down to where like location based is. They have it every like they have each place has their own scientific like this is going to like keep them where they need to be. Yeah. Like it's the same, bro. It's. I wonder like how long it's been stewing because it seems so complex or I wonder if they're just playing it off the cuff, you know, like as shit happens or doing new shit and doing this and that, or if this is something that's been planned for a very long time. No, I think I, it out. it's been planned for a long time. Like this shit's like prophetic, bro. Damn. This shit has been planned for years and years and years for a very long time. Generations, bro. I almost, I hate to say it. I admire the, the foresight of the people that decided to do this. But I almost think we're giving them too much credit because at the but end this of the is day, the we, I don't, they're still human. I don't they're think still they're us. the masterminds behind the plans though. Okay. Expand on that. Well, we'll get into it a little bit, but I think that they get their plans and their ideas from demonic energies, demons, Satan. Right. I think that's why they're so intelligent. It's not the intelligence of man. It's the intelligence of a higher being than man. And that's why they're able to trick us so easily and stay in the shadows and keep their people, their soldiers, their foot soldiers safe and actually carry out their plans without being noticed. Right. And I, I think that and that's I, how they're able to also think over spans of a very long time because right. they don't die like humans do. They have they live forever. You would gain a. And like, bro, these things have been alive since before Earth was created. 
Right, and we're talking so, the demons themselves. They've been you would studying, gain a certain type of wisdom from that type of like. Imagine being. if you were alive for a thousand. Like years, you bro. would have wisdom. You would like have people no down other. to a fucking t. Like it would. You would. You would have people. It's down past to a intelligence. Team. It's past smarts. It's wisdom. Like you would have like a like another level of a mindset. You would, and I I think that does that does make sense how that how that could happen for sure. Hmm. So, all right. So this is another thing that's freaky. So one of the things that's interesting is one of the symbols, one of like the main symbols of them is literally on the back of the US $1 bill. Okay. I've definitely heard about this. The pyramid. Pyramid. I've and definitely looked at that and been like, that looks so eye. The one eye. Now, one thing that's interesting, notice how... Well, actually, hold on. I'll save that for later because it won't make sense right now. All right. So if if you don't think this has anything to do with Freemasonry, it's just a conspiracy. Look at the book that the 33rd degree uh, Mason, mainly P. Hall again, wrote in his book, The Secret Destiny of America. Same fucking symbol. Holy shit. It is same fucking, literally only, the same thing. Not only that, also, yeah. this was... Posted on April of 1960. This is a New Age magazine. And this basically explains to you the symbols. The Masonic symbols in the US $1 bill. And it was posted by the official organ of the Supreme Council 33rd degree. Ancient and accepted Scottish Rite of Freemasonry. Or Southern Jurisdiction United States of America. In 17th. At address 1733 16th Street, Northwest, Washington, D.C. Wow. That's pretty crazy. That's like, actually pretty wild. No, no. Like, I don't know how it gets. And not only that, John F. Kennedy made a speech. We're going to listen to this. So where is the source at? 4336. Now, after everything we've just explained, tell me what you think of this speech. Okay, so this was a speech by John F. Kennedy in okay. April 27th, 1961. Like, just listen to this and tell me what you think. That's three days from my birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. But we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means. I am asking your help the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people. And they whacked his ass. And they whacked his ass. And they whacked his ass. No way. And he was always on that wave of like exposing shit like that. I don't think this is the only thing he's talked about. That's what's weird about it, bro. And they often. Blatantly often. Just like that. You know what's funny too? The term conspiracy theory was created by the CIA. The CIA, literally after his assassination, it was to ward off people from. Talking about what he his, said and going, taking it farther. We're talking about his death and questioning it from the narrative. 
Because notice how anytime you say the word conspiracy theory, instantly a lot of people will just turn off. They're like, no, you're crazy. And that's what the word was designed to, to be for. And, and there's so many conspiracy cases. theories still around his death. Like yeah. the bullet. What if the whole bullet thing is just a distraction from this? Because that was like the biggest conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's death, what we talked like about. The magic bullet or whatever. Yeah. Damn. Another distraction. That seems to be these guys' main play. Yeah. So we can just figure out how to... Keep you docile and keep you distracted. We just got to figure out how to get around that, and then we can beat them. I don't know how you would go about ending distraction, though. That would be a... That's an individual thing. Yeah, that would be a rough one. Especially because we have a society built on distraction now through, like, TikTok and technology and we YouTube and fucking everything. Spin. That's wild now, bro. Yeah, there's no way. I think it's too far gone. I think it's possible. I think our uh, our children are going to revolt against technology and hate it because of us. I could totally see it. From like videos of like when like a kid gets a present and like, the like they're gonna like, think why aren't you smiling more? Like what's going on here? They're gonna be like, yo, what is this? They're shit? gonna look at us taking photos in like the bathroom and they're gonna think they were fucking losers. Well, I definitely hundred percent think that we're going to look back on these times that we're experiencing right now and think that we were fucking crazy for doing the stuff that we're doing for like giving a kid access to the internet to like, like scrolling on a phone and going from like seeing something super happy and like, like, like a, like some like guy discovering his lost kid and being able to meet him for the first time. And then the next scroll is like a dead fucking dog. Like going from high to low to high to low to happy, sad, angry, like, there's no way humans were built to experience all that stimulation. There's no way. And we're, I think we're going to figure that out. I think that's also, and we're going to look back and think we're a tie into anxiety and all of it. The the rise of mental health issues can be directly linked with the internet. It can be literally because like everyone pre-internet, like boomers, gen, whatever, like the people before that didn't grow up with technology all look at us like what what are all these issues you guys are having like i don't understand it like it, it wasn't like that beforehand because they didn't genuinely don't have them and didn't have them and that's why there's that disconnect between the younger and the older generation because they don't really understand because we literally lived in two different times but and then yeah it's just hard to say that and not also consider the fact that the, some people grew up in some pretty crazy times whether it was like in a war that's true in a war time or this or that now. like they're all crazy but i guess now is really that we have the ability to see all of the crazy all at once all the time they didn't have that's to look at it constantly yeah. like we have it constantly and i think that that makes that makes like that makes sense that's definitely a big factor into all of it for sure all right we're gonna have to end this <laughs> that was a good first one man i think we i think we, we killed we killed the tangents man i think that was half the fucking podcast we didn't stay on top we went on topic a little bit but i think it's good all so, right anyways that's it come back for episode two